Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. I really, like, I don't know how to start these things anymore. Would you like to have a go at it? Um, yeah, sure. Right, go on then. <laughs> Just as you take a massive Adrian. swig of water. Are the general public ready for this? No. General public being us two and one other person. Who's that one other person? LeBron James. start with a question that we always start with. What did you have for dinner tonight? Sunday roast dinner, mate. Every time. Did you? Yeah. Are Big you a gammon. big fan of are you a big fan of the Sunday roast? Absolutely. How's your veganism going? Um yeah, not very well. I didn't have vegan gammon, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> a vegan substitute. <laughs> um yeah, the the the, the vegan adventure it, uh, the thing is, is we, we do actually try to incorporate more vegan meals mm-hmm. into our diets, just generally for the health benefits, but yeah, I just love some meat, don't I? Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love a steak. I love a steak. Do you want a safe word? And so every time you say something you don't want included, I just know when I'm editing, the safe word's there, therefore I need to cut out this bit. Yeah. What would you like okay. the safe word to be? Vegan gammon. Yeah, vegan gammon. <laughs> so, so walk walk me through your roast. What what's what am I experiencing? So classic roasts in the mere households. You got your carrots. You got your sweet corn. You've yeah. got to have a bit of broccoli as well. Some mashed mashed potatoes. Um, plenty of. I have a I have a bit of a trick with the mash. It's got to have plenty of butter. A little pinch of salt. And a little dash of milk, and um, just lots of love generally, and they're great. But you're always welcome. Come over any time. Yorkshire puddings as well. I have a. I have to admit though, I don't. I don't make homemade Yorkshires. Frozen. Yeah, frozen. Aunt Bezzy's. So simply because they're just such a faff. I can yeah, I can imagine. Well, try making vegan ones, mate. Vegan, vegan Yorkshire puddings. I tried making them at Christmas, vegan Yorkshire puddings. And um, let's just say we had cookies <laughs> with our uh, <laughs> Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no one complained, though. I just said, this is English. And everyone was like, all right, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I have to say, though, we never have gammon. This is the first time I've ever had gammon with a roast. Oh, you, had ga- you actually had gammon today? Yeah, I had gammon. Nice. Is that weird? Is that a weird thing to have on a Sunday ro- with a Sunday roast gammon? Um, because you have it at a carvery, but it's usually accompanied by turkey, roast um, beef. If it was anybody else, I would say maybe. But we had gammon growing up quite a lot. Did you put the pineapples okay. on it? No. Because that's how we ate it. With the pineapples on. Yeah, because it's mate, a slice of gammon and then a pineapple round on top of it. No, we didn't do that. It's a bit extra. 
It's a little bit extra. Um, fried egg on top is good as well. With a roast dinner? Maybe not potatoes. for a roast dinner. Maybe like gammon and chips and a, and a fried egg. Yeah, that's fine. Not... Would you put the pineapple with the egg as well? Um, You can do, but I think that might, that might be a little bit too much. Yeah. Because the, the pineapple makes the gammon quite moist. So it's not very it's not it's not very vegan as well if you've got the if you've got the vegan alternative gammon, you've got an egg on there and and your vegan alternative. Well, it's a bit for everyone, isn't it? You got your meat, your vegetarian, and your vegan. But uh, yeah, no, I love I love making a roast. I have a bit of a ritual when the football's on as well, that I'll have my laptop there watching the football whilst I'm whilst I'm cutting my carrots and just Basically monitoring everything's going okay. Mm. Ezra's in the other room playing. I'm there, roast dinner, football. Sunday Lots of celebrating today then from the kitchen. Yeah, unfortunately not. No, it's not going well, is it? But it, it, is it, when is it ever going well? And the thing is, is like when they started doing the, is it called the Posner? Did you see that bit? When they turn the backs on people. Yeah, Poznan, the Poznan, right? The Poznan, Just like, yeah. That, at that stage, I turned it off. When Joe Cancelo is taking bicycle kicks from the edge of the area, it's it's time to turn it off, isn't it? Do you want to tell all the listeners what team you support? Yeah, so I am a Manchester United fan. I take it that everybody that's listening... <laughs> they know how bad Manchester United are doing this season. Um, but yeah, glory, glory, Man United. Amen. Have you ever considered starting your own YouTube cooking channel? No, I haven't. No. Do you know what? That's actually a really good idea. Like, it could, like, the demographic, it could be aimed at, like, um, other men. And it's basically, like, the Sunday roast and like you got the game on and you're talking about the game um, but you're also making a meal at the same time I think that yeah. might actually be quite cool yeah it could be called United getting roasted with a roast I like that vegan gammon um, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was really nice that Vegan gammon. Um, <laughs> we've um, we've come to the part of the show where um, we let you um, tell me a story um, for my own enjoyment, and basically, I rate you out of ten. Okay. Does um, it have to be a funny story, or doesn't have to be funny? It could be okay. shocking. It could be sad. It could be boring. But just bear in mind that there's 10 points at play here. Um, Got it. The catch is you've got 30 seconds. Got it. Um, And this is what you're playing for. Yes, thank you, you handsome, handsome devil. So, each guest will tell a story in 30 seconds. And Adrian will rate each story out of 10. All guests will go on a leaderboard and at the end of the season, the top 5 rated guests will fight it out on the social medias for their chance to win their very own Last Day on Earth t-shirt. 
best of luck to our guests and back to you in the studio. Right, so are you are you ready? Your mm-hmm. 30 seconds starts now. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you about the time when I passed my driving test and I'd been driving for four weeks and I was involved in a quite a fatal accident, rolled my car, climbed out the windshield and a passerby said, dude, are you right? And the first thing I said was, do you think I can bump that out? Is it repairable? <laughs> 30 seconds. Did that with five seconds to spare? Where do you get the confidence to do that? Mate, I, uh, I'm a man of many stories. Man. So, were you able to uh, buff it out? No, no. That was the um, that was the death of my red Metro. Yeah. Was that your first car? It was, yeah. Rover Metro, GTA. And you had it for four weeks. GTA. Yeah. <laughs> GTA. Of course it was GTA. Look at you. <laughs> Rover Metro GTA. Did you have blacked out windows? No. No. What was more what was more annoying about it is the day before I, you know, going through that that um that phase of my life where I like to wear baseball caps and drive around with, uh, you know, loud music. I just bought a sub for the boot, connected it up, spent a lot of money on it. And then the day after it, uh, obviously I rolled it. Were you able to save the sub? No, it was gone. What song was playing? Oh, don't remember, mate. It was a long time ago. Don't remember. It was probably something really underwhelming, maybe like, um, you know, a number from five or blue. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I really enjoyed that story. Good. Well, how many points did it get? And you gave me five seconds to spare to kind of like take it all in. Oh, extra points then. Extra. Po- oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to give you a nine out of ten. Yes. What's the what's the what's the highest so far on the leaderboard? Um I believe we've only had like one ten. But yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good score. Okay. Nine out of ten. Okay. Happy with that. Congratulations, mate. Do you think about the apocalypse a lot? Or the I guess the world not not the apocalypse, but the world ending. Yeah, I do. I like a good uh, apocalyptic thriller on Netflix. Other platforms are available. Gonna play a quick game with you. Okay. Right. I'm gonna say something and you've got three seconds to provide me with an answer. Okay? Okay. So without leaving your chair, I want you to hold up something around you that you could use as a weapon. One, two, three, stop. Okay, what are you holding there? Well, there's not really many, there's not really a lot of stuff around me, so I had to grab something really quick. And I've got a TV I've got on headphones. next to your head. Yeah, I've got, I've, that's, that's screwed to the wall, mate. That's not going to do anything. So I've got, I've got headphone cable, because you could, you could use that as a weapon. In yeah. fact, this has got many purposes. It could be used, I don't know if I want to list them out on a podcast. It could be deemed 
not appropriate, but there's definitely, I'll, I'll, let the, I'll let the listeners use their imagination. There's definitely several uses for that. Do you like Argos? Do I like Argos? Yeah. Um, I would say I feel indifferently about Argos. Right, okay. Um, I've recently gone on the Argos website mm. in preparation for this conversation that we're about to have. Okay. Um, and I've picked out for you four different weapons, right? All I need you to do is rate them in order of price. So most ex- most expensive to least expensive. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Because this is a, a weapons quiz, okay? Okay. So you've got the Black & Decker 20-centimeter cordless chainsaw. Got it. Good weapon, bad weapon? Definitely a good weapon. Okay. You've got the Opti Aluminium Baseball Bat. Okay. Good weapon. Is this, before we carry on, is this is this for a weapon against... Who would the weapon be used against? Who am I using um, this against? Whoever you want, really. Okay. <laughs> got dark fast, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, hopefully... Um, okay, let's... So that the FBI will get off our case, let's say <laughs> zombies. Okay, okay. Zombie, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, baseball bat. Is that a good weapon? Um, it is. Yeah. But whenever you're watching a a zombie apocalyptic series or film, you never want to be that person with a baseball bat. Like it is, but it's not. It is a bit boring. The chains are on the other hand. Actually saying that, I don't know if, if that would be a good weapon because it's it's quite heavy and it might not start up straight away. So maybe the baseball bat is the better option. How are you going to charge it as well? Charge what? The baseball bat? <laughs> yeah. Not you don't, chainsaw. You don't, you don't charge them, do you? The petrol, <laughs> aren't they? Oh, no, this sorry. is a cordless just, one. Just, it's a cord- yeah, they're all cordless ones. <laughs> I imagined you know, it was it was like um like a Dyson Hoover. No way. Chainsaws they're petrol operated, aren't they? So, All of them. Yeah. When have you ever seen anybody out in the forest chopping a tree down? Oh, there's no plugs around here. What am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but you gotta find petrol. Yeah. Yeah, who's the silly gammon now? But you've um, probably got more chance of finding petrol than you have finding a plug socket <laughs> in a forest, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um and if you like cross borders as well, then you've got the whole problem of European and uh UK sockets not being the same. Oh of course, yeah. Not having the that you've got a herd of zombies coming at you and it's at that stage you realise that you haven't heard got of it. <laughs> Your EU adapter for the plug socket that's non-existent in the forest. <laughs> Heard of Belgian zombies coming at you. <laughs> do you want to now do an impression of a herd of Belgian zombies? Um, no, I really don't. I don't even know where I'd start. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know any... Well, zombies can't even speak, so... Go on, you give me an impression of a, of a Belgian zombie. Um, it goes, um, uh, I'm Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna eat you. 
but first I scored a really good goal. <laughs> that was okay, right? Yeah, I rate that. Okay, nice. Argos home range eight piece knife set. Okay. Good weapon, bad weapon. Um, zombies, knives, yeah, that's, that's, no, no, it's not, because you've got to get close to, enough to them to use it, right? Yeah. Um. How's your melee action? <laughs> do you that? I do, yeah. The listeners at home have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, I'm currently doing an action right now that looks like I'm, do you know when people do that when they say it's it's swell and they just like put their foot their fist up like that? It's yeah, not yeah. really a very good melee, is it? It's I don't know. Eight eight knives. Okay, so I guess if you've got eight, you have kind of like a do you know like the ammunition style belts across your yeah. chest? You'd have one of them, but instead of it having shotgun shells in or whatever they have, you'd have a knives in each slot, and you'd use it to throw knives at zombies because you've got eight right so yeah you get down to one you've still got zombies coming after you you've still got and that, it's just that all knife action. action yeah yeah and you don't need which, any eu adapters for knives that's true which knife would you say for last let's say you've got the little the little one which is little knives are like for like vegetables and stuff right or for fish is it for fish you mean like a potato peeler knife? <laughs> yeah. Before potato one. peelers. Yeah, okay. You got that one. Gonna, yeah. And then you've got a steak knife? I'm going to go for the small one. I'm going to go for the small knife. That's the last one you want to have? Yeah. But that, because, that means you've got to get even closer to them. Yeah, but... Okay, this is going to go dark quickly, but... If you've... If you've if you've ever watched like a zombie film or a zombie series, you know that when the knife goes through the skull, this is going to get so dark. It's usually quite hard to pull the knife out of the skull. So yeah. if it's small, it's easier to pull it out fast. And then you can just, off you go, killing zombies again. What if you get um, a zombie with like a whopping head like mine? There's no <laughs> way that zombie's going down with that little, that little potato peeler knife. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think a steak knife would cut through your school, though, either. <laughs> this is where we need the Black and Decker chainsaw. <laughs> when I was born, doctors told my parents that my uh, my head is impenetrable. Like Captain Scott. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's it, I cannot be hurt with uh, human weapons. So there you go. Nice. Yes. <laughs> well, can just we, my can... head. Just my head. <laughs> can we try that next time we're together? Yes, please. Um, your last weapon is because I know you're a big fan. Um, it's a Halo replica energy sword. Oh wow. Okay. Good yeah. weapon, bad weapon. That'd be great. It'd be great. I doubt that there'd be availability in Orgos for Halo-style energy swords, though, right? Well, it's just a replica, so it's like a kid's gun. Okay. So it's it actually just... doesn't do anything. It's just made out of plastic, yeah. 
<laughs> well, they're not going to sell ha- actual Halo guns in Argos, are they? I mean, we're talking about weapons for killing zombies, so you know, I'm not going to take a plastic plastic toy to a zombie killing party. Yeah. So, okay, you want me to rank them in in order of importance or price? Did you say most expensive to least expensive? And if you get the order right, I've got to buy you one of them. Well, I'm obviously going chainsaw most expensive. And then the next three, I'm just going to have to go with my gut because you can get you can get bargain knives, you can get cheap baseball bats. It could be expensive, so I'm going to say I'm going to go with the the toy gun, next most expensive. Okay. I'm going to gamble that the baseball bat is then the next most expensive, and the the knife set is the least expensive. So before I reveal um, the order. What item would you have gone for for me to buy for you? Baseball bat. What do you want baseball bat for? To kill zombies. That's what we. That's what you're buying it for me. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Stupid question. <laughs> um, most expensive <clears throat> was the Black and Decker twenty centimeter cordless chainsaw. Obviously. Do you want to guess the price, or are you not that bothered? Sixty four ninety nine. Hundred and twenty pounds. Okay, that's not bad. No, that's, well, if you're in the market for a chainsaw, then yeah, sure, it's a great Black price. Black and Decker, it's good, good brand in it. Black and Decker. Um, and then coming in at thirty pounds, so it's quite the price drop. It's the Argos Home Range eight piece knife set. Okay, so it wasn't a budget knife set then. It was the most. It was the cheapest set at Argos. Okay. After that is the Halo replica energy sword at fifteen pounds, and then the aluminium baseball bat at eleven pounds. So that's, I mean, you don't really you know need what? me to buy you that baseball bat. You could probably buy yourself that baseball bat. It's only eleven pounds. I actually, do you know when you said to me before, do you like Argos? I used to love Argos back in the day before Amazon took over the world and everybody just goes to there for their stuff now yeah. um yeah i remember we used to maybe maybe this is how how simple my childhood was good times but i remember we used to go and catch the bus we used to go to town at the weekends and sometimes we'd, we'd go to the bus station which was right next to argos um and we used to go in and i'd pick up a I'd pick up an argos catalog how often did they renew them? Was it every year? Was it every season? I think it was like every every three months, I think. Every three months. So we I'd always go in yeah. and get an Argos catalogue. And I'd be so excited to just look through an Argos catalogue. And I'd go home and I'd take it home. And then like I'd just look through it and just put a bookmark on all of the pages that had toys that I wanted. Um yeah. And then try and like coerce my parents into buying them for me. Yeah, mate. That was like such a big part of our childhood. And they always made a massive deal. It was always on TV when the new catalogue was coming out. Argos isn't really a big thing anymore, is it? No. Amazon's taken no. over the world. Well, Sainsbury's have bought them out. So it's yeah. in every Sainsbury's now. But yeah, it's not Which really is quite handy, anymore. to be fair. If you need to pop into Sainsbury's if you're in the market for a 
you know, cordless chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> cordless chainsaw that you just want to charge in uh, next to your vacuum. Um, <laughs> although, last time I was in England, I went into uh, Sainsbury's because I knew that they had Argos in it because I was looking for a gift for someone. And I was, like, very disappointed. Just with, with, with in general, or? <laughs> yeah, just in general. Was, <laughs> oh, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> was it with Argos? Do, or? <laughs> do what you want with that information. <laughs> so some people have heard that you're going to be on the show, right? Okay. And if you haven't already uh, realized, it is zombie-themed, I guess. Mm. Um, but basically... A lot of people are writing in, um, asking specific questions about you and specific questions about a zombie apocalypse that they want answered specifically from you. Okay, because okay. do you feel like you're qualified to do that? To answer questions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Then the first question is, dear Aiden, do you think? I, I've just realised I've I never even introduced you. No, you didn't. We just like the listeners are literally just hearing your name for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when you're reading Harry Potter and you only hear the name Voldemort until like the third book or something, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, "You can't say that name." Um, hi everyone. We've got Aiden on the show today. Right, cool. I don't think you need any more than that. You ready for your first question? Yeah, go. Dear Aiden, do you think you'd get on with Will I Am? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I do, yeah. No, I do. Sorry, I went for the shock factor there. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Will Well, that was shocking. Can you, please <laughs> just, <laughs> can you just tone down your shockness, please? <laughs> I'm a big fan of Will I Am. I used to listen to his music. When he was when he was a thing, when he was good, <laughs> yeah. Before he yeah went to the boys, um, he's he's a he's a good producer. He's a good producer. Would you ever go on the boys? No, because I can't sing. Britain's Got Talent. Um, no, because I'm not talented. <laughs> what? That's not true. What game show would you choose to be on? Um. Let me tell you, oh. I think you'd be really good on the chase. No, if I was going to go on a game show, I'd go on Takeshi's Castle, mate, every time. Not the chase, um, the cube. The cube? Oh, I'd love to go on the cube, actually. I think you'd be really good on the cube. Because, yeah. like, when you focus, like, you're like, you've got, like, gazelle-like instincts. I'd love to go on the cube. Mostly just to meet Philip Schofield. Philip Schofield. Um, what's your... What's your dexterity like? Are you quite? Can you can you stand on one leg for me and just jump and show me how good you are, so I can see how good you'd be at the challenges? Um, I'm gonna say no, just basically because of like the way my laptop is, um, positioned right now. You all you would see would be my crotch, and so I don't think you could like. Okay. Make it a good review, but um, I'll, I'll happily send you a video. Like, whoa, okay, hang, hang on. How are you doing that? Balancing a bottle on your palm. That's yeah, pretty impressive. Dear Aiden, we know that Die Hard was somewhat based on your life, 
But realistically, if you found yourself in a zombie apocalypse, how long do you think you'd survive? <laughs> um, if I'm being honest, I don't think I'd survive very long. I mean, I'd, I'd like I'd like to think I would, but um, yeah, I don't think I'm 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 quite out. I'm not quite out for that. I'm quite out for the life of easy living, Netflix, things at the click of your by click of a button on your phone. I think realistically though, if it were to happen, obviously the listeners don't know, but my family live four hours away in the north of England and I'm based in the south of England. Um if if TV's taught us anything, it's avoid motorways during a zombie apocalypse. Um, so that'd be a no starter. So you would have to find somewhere local. And I think, sorry, I don't even know if you asked me where would you go, but where would I go? Is no, no, go for it. The Medeski Stadium in Reading. <laughs> Funnily, that's quite a popular answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's logic to it, right? Because you could you could lock the stadium down, so you'd be locked in. It's an open space, so you'd see things coming. You could take the high ground you could take the low ground um you'd have food and hospitality you'd have uh lots of rooms and offices that you could hide up in as, as well if you wanted to but also there's a costco just across the road from the Medeski stadium so you could send That's out true, yeah. you could send out parties if you're with a party of people to go in loot and come back with supplies um i think you've pretty much got everything there and it's and it's right on my doorstep as well so I think that's where I'd go. I think I'd rather just camp out in Costco. I mean, you can't play crossbar challenge in Costco, though. <laughs> I'm sure they sell football nets. I'm sure they sell football nets in Costco. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Because what you could do is, you know, like with the massive big shelves. You could sleep up high. You could, yeah, you could totally sleep up there. Yeah, I thought that. And then that way you could it. see everything as well. And you've got loads of food, you've got entertainment, you've got clothes, you've got medicine. But if you fell out of bed, that would be falling out of bed to a whole new extreme, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you fall out of bed often? No. No. Do you? No. <laughs> it wouldn't be a problem then, would it? We're no, fine. we're fine then. <laughs> Glad we uh, resolved that. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned motorways because the next question has something to do with motorways. And it's, dear Aiden, out of all the roads in the UK, would you say the M6 is your favourite? Yes, I would. Would you say because southbound or northbound? I would say northbound. Northbound. Okay, go on. And the reason for that is, is it just re it represents good times for me? The M6. <laughs> sure. like, the M6 specifically. Yeah, like getting getting finishing work on a Friday, getting in my car, driving up to to see friends or to see family. It's uh, going to Manchester, going to Leyland. It's just uh, yeah, just it it symbolises good times for me. 
So I'd say M6 is probably my favorite round, my favorite roundabout, my favorite motorway. Yeah. <laughs> Funny you mention that because the next question is actually about your favorite roundabout. What's my favorite roundabout? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a fan of a service station? Absolutely, love a service station. Right. If we were like to build like like a dream service station, because have you ever been to a service station and thought, do you know what? This is actually really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're quite depressing, actually, service stations. Might retract my comment, because they're always the same. There's always a WH Smiths. There's always an M&S. There's always a, a Burger King. Grimy, grimy toilet, a Burger King. And there's that seedy gambling area that they always keep really darkly lit. <laughs> it's the best part. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe I don't like service stations. Learning a lot about you during this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure people at home are finding it fascinating. Um, dear Aiden, in the survival group, what role do you think you would adopt? The fearless leader, the hunter, the medic, the wise old man, or a whiny follower that does nothing? I think... It'd be so easy for people to just be like, yeah, I'll be the fearless leader. I'll just go in guns blazing and just make it my own and be the lord of the lord of Medeski Stadium. Um, I thought we were going Costco. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Lord of Costco. Mate, um, if you want a turf war, that's fine, mate. <laughs> but you need you to write get, a passage get, to get into Costco. How are you going to get to Costco from Germany? specifically in Reading. Well, what you don't know is that my chainsaw has two kinds of adapters. Oh, right. So like, I, could, I could charge it in Belgium and be all right. <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne is not getting to me. I, uh, back to the question, I, I think it'd be so it'd be so easy to be like, yeah, I'll be the fearless leader, but let's be serious, mate. You know me quite well. I'm going to do a hybrid of two of the answers. I'm going to say I'd be the wise old man. But I'd also think I'd be quite whiny. I don't think I don't think the I'd be the whiny, man. <laughs> the whiny wise old man. Um, you know, he's got lots of wisdom, but he likes to have a whinge. Dear Aiden, do you think Top Loader are still dancing in the moonlight, or do you think they're having a bit of a rest instead? <laughs> dancing in the moonlight. What a tune. Um, I hope so. I hope they're still dancing in the moonlight. I'm just going to leave that one there. I'm just going to say I really hope so. Okay. Any way of getting in touch with them? I don't I don't even know who the main singer is from Top, top Loader, to be honest with you. Big curly air, innit? What a blast from the past that is, Top Loader. They only released that one song, didn't they? It was yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think they released others, but yeah, one hit wonder. Maybe that's why. Maybe because they're still dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> they're still too busy <laughs> dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> Not had enough time to uh, record anything else. To record, yeah. He's too busy dancing. Dear Aiden, if Adrian became a zombie and he was part of your survival group, would you dispose of him, no hesitation, let him live, or keep him in a shed tied up so you could finally beat him at FIFA? Oh, oh, low blow. I'd definitely keep you around, mate. I think you'd be just as entertaining as a zombie as you are right now. 
<laughs> Probably with less dribble as well. <laughs> All right. Is that humane, would you say? Is that ethical? What? To keep a zombie around? <laughs> to keep me around. Well, to, keep, to keep me around solely for entertainment purposes. That's why we keep you around now, though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Dear Aiden, if you had to pick one meal from any fast food change to eat, from any fast food chain to eat every single day for the rest of your life, what would you pick? Five guys. Five guys. Five guys. Go on. Give me your order. Um, it's got to be double cheeseburger, and it's got to be um the the fries. But I forget what they put on it. Is it peri peri? Cajun. Cajun. Cajun fries. The Cajun fries, and then obviously you know, the drink can be a surprise every time. Hmm. Um, although for anyone out there that hasn't ever tried this, Adrian once introduced me to a milkshake with bacon bits yeah, at the bottom. Bro. That was life changing. That was oh, great. Mate. That was yeah. I've not I've not had that for a long time. I haven't had five guys for a long time, man. Love no, guys. me neither. No, me neither. Would you say that you're a little fat boy and one burger isn't enough, or is that just me? No, I absolutely agree with that. But that actually, you say that, but if you get the large chips, you're usually there for quite a while eating chips, aren't you? Because yeah. they just pack it with chips. I've just never been brave enough to get a second burger just solely because it's like nine pounds, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say that's that's the other off, but it's just the, the sheer amount you have to pay for one meal at Five Guys. Otherwise, have you been to like... what's what's the other one? The the chicken place that got cancelled. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. That was right. I've never been there. What's that like? I've never been. It's American, isn't it? Have it's you purely not? American. Have they, have they shut was... it down? Yeah, they shut it down. It's they actually opened it, and that happened on Twitter or whenever it, wherever it happened. I think it was on Twitter. And uh, it was open for a week, got closed down after a week. Genuinely really gutted, because I'm going to be in Reading in a couple of weeks. And We've got Wendy's. Dear Aiden, if you had five minutes to, to do a supermarket sweep in Tesco Extra, best supermarket, what would you grab? I'm going straight through the door, mate, and going straight to the Krispy Kreme stand. They're usually quite close to the entrance. Yeah, so I can do that in what thirty seconds. Grab a grab a dozen assortment of Krispy Kremes, and then I'm going straight up that escalator with the remaining time I've got, and I'm just going to browse in the electric aisle. Probably won't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to browse at some DVDs and look what's in the charts. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'd love to see you on the actual supermarket sweep. <laughs> just. <laughs> Just that for an actual shop. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's the best part about Tesco Extra is going to that section. You never buy anything from that section, but you just always have to have go, go and have a look at that section. How many times have we gone to Tesco late at night and had like really deep chats as we browse the DVDs? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. 
You don't have Tesco in Germany, do you? No. Thanks for reminding me. It's a shame, because that means you don't have any deep chats anymore over electronic goods. <laughs> Mate, I've not had a deep chat in eight years. Are we just sticking with that then? Krispy Kreme's and a Blu-ray? Definitely, yeah. Definitely. This is the um, last question. So I, I, I hope you have had a good time. Dear Aiden, do you think that people called Janice are the most positive people in the world? Because if you split up the word, it reads, yeah, nice. <laughs> I've never met anybody called Janice, mate, if I'm honest. So I can't really comment, but yeah, nice. It's a... Do you like the name? Janice? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's a nice name. <laughs> that was good. That that was good. Call instant callback. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Where do you get off? <laughs> Who are you? Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, fearless... Michael Parkinson. I'm Who invited fear... you? <laughs> I'm the fearless leader. I'm the fearless leader. Oh yeah, um... the whiny old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if uh... <clears throat> okay, if you were in. A zombie apocalypse. Okay. Often feel like I am. Would you loot for goods or would you live off the land? So basically what I'm saying is, is are you going to be a like an urban looter that, that basically goes and scavenges for items and shops or are you going to a rural part of the country to do a bit of a Ramiers and, and live off the land hunting and fishing and it's a really good question um, each presents its own challenges but I feel like because my knowledge of agriculture is very limited slash my knowledge of hunting and outdoor survival I feel like I would probably do a lot better scavenging but then I feel like you've got more like turf wars and rival groups to deal with when you're scavenging plus the fact that you know once everything's gone everything's gone you know I think you'd definitely be able to survive Why? In the wilderness. Um, just because I think, I think you, you have a natural instinct as a, I think as humans, we have a natural instinct to survive. So I think you just would, I think you'd, you'd learn to hunt, you'd learn to adapt to your surroundings. And as you say, there's, there's less people, there'd be less zombies. Um, I just think it'd be the easier option. Whilst you're at Costco, Surviving. Yeah. In my treehouse. Yeah. A fight breaks out between two members of your group for the last slice of ice cream cake. From Surprise, Surprise it's lasted this long. <laughs> <laughs> With no electricity or anything. <laughs> ice cream well, hasn't melted yet. Okay. Let's just say it's fine. You've got okay, the last yeah. slice of ice cream cake. Yeah. You've got you've got a Kes- a, a, Kesco, a Costco store at your disposal. And you, as the leader, as the fearless leader, 
you've, you've calmed the situation down. There's no more tension in the group. But there's still the question of who's getting this, slice, this last slice of cake. So what are you challenging them to do in the store to prove their worth for this last piece of cake? And this can be, you know, a trolley race around the aisles. It can be a game of uh, crossbar challenge. You know, it's Costco, there's lots of things. It could be... Um, I'm probably giving you all the answers. You could, uh, I don't know, you tell me what you're doing. I'd, I'd bring you the piece of cake as a peace offering. Oh, that's nice. And then what we'd do is, with all the trolleys that we still have, I'd build a barricade, like a little tunnel made out of trolleys that, that gets you safely from the Majeski to Costco. Okay. Definitely not enough trolleys, though. Well, we can improvise. We can have like trolleys, baskets. That's cool. So we okay. We've got a we've got a supply chain route from the Modeski to Costco, mate. We're just going to take over the world, aren't we? We're going to just start building trolley networks from every single. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Nando's across the road as well. Get your trolleys out, mate. It's tunnel time. Got, whoever's in that Nando's. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna bring them a peace offering. Did you ever watch um, Us? Um, the Jordan Peele one? one. Which one's like, that? It sounds the, really familiar. The they all everybody has like a freaky double that lives on the ground, and they wear the red yeah. jumpsuits. Yeah, we watched that recently, actually. So that's why I imagine, you know, at the, at the very end of the film where everyone's holding hands all around the world. Yeah. That's what we're going to do, but we're trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> Just all around. Trolleys all around the world. Are we going to have subterranean doubles as well? Yeah. Okay. That's, did that film creep you out a little bit? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. We watched it really recently. We watched it like a month ago. And uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting the twist at the end, I have to say. It's weird to think that somewhere underground lives an Aiden that sounds like this. Hello, it's me, Aiden. <laughs> Sub- subterranean Aiden that wants to come out and hold my hand with a drink. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think there are enough trolleys in the world? To do that, no. Oh, okay, very <laughs> easy question to answer. There probably is, but you just you just know you haven't got enough people prepared with one pound coins <laughs> to build a trolley chain around the world. Yeah. As you um, as you're standing on top of the hill, um, well, as you're standing on top of the Majeski. Um, you're seeing herds and herds and herds of zombies coming towards you. It's basically you and the last couple of people in your group. Costco has already been taken over. I'm long gone. Um, did the did the ice cream cake survive though? Yeah, yeah, you ate it because it was peace <laughs> offering. But we very soon found out that the uh, the whole uh, trolley tunnel system was <laughs> a farce because it <laughs> just gave zombies uh, an exit point into all of our spots yeah you've kind of created like a funnel right yeah straight 
to the plate of the zombies. <laughs> Straight into Costco. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, before I go on, what song is playing right now? As you look um, out towards the towards the Reading skyline. This is the end. By who? I don't know the artist. This is awkward. <laughs> Do you know which song I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as you're looking out towards Reading, for some weird reason, you're playing Seth Rogen's film, This Is The End, in the <laughs> background. No, for actually, I'm changing my answer. Let's go with um, Hello World, My Old Friend, if that's the name of the song. Hello Darkness, My Old Friend, maybe? Yeah. The Sound oh, of it. Silence? The Sound yeah. of Silence by the Sound Art, of Silence. Um, Art and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Ding, 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 ding. Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. No, I'm changing it again. Can you edit all of this out? No. Go on. If you tell me the safe word, I will. <laughs> so, the, song, the safe word, what was it? Uh, vegan gammon. <laughs> yep. This song I think would be appropriate for that would be because I'm on top of the Medeski and this is where the credits roll down, right? Well, they roll up, but yeah. <laughs> roll up, yeah. You know what I mean. So I mean, we can I do it backwards. So it's like a, an interesting. I'm going thing. with. I'm working on sunshine. Whoa. Do you know? Do you know the artist or the? Uh... No, no, I don't. I don't. It's uh, Katrina, Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine. Okay. Well, you'd know I didn't know the artist or the song because you've played the music game with me at New Year's Eve and I'm never on the winning team, so... Because you're never on my team, that's why. Booyah. Right. <laughs> Katrina and the Waves is playing <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, as you look out towards Reading, herds upon herds upon herds are coming towards you. Costco has been long overtaken Nando's I mean ran out of chicken weeks ago and that's gone any other shops around there a Costa maybe mate there's there's Costa there's Nando's there's Mini BMW yeah. um, the zombies are all doing donuts in the car park McDonald's mate there's a Smith's as well there's McDonald's there's Smith's there's actually a B&Q right in front of the Medeski as well, so you could get your chainsaw from there rather than having to go to Sainsbury's and come back. Point is, everything's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking out, little tear falling down from your cheek, and you think to yourself, Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeen. If you'd like to get involved with the show, please get in touch on our socials at LastDayPod or email us on lastdaypod at gmail.com with any questions, ideas or suggestions. If you enjoy the show, please give us a 5-star rating on Spotify and leave us a tasty review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks babes. <laughs>